Welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alice Catalano, and before we begin, I would just like to apologise for the audio quality this week. We've had a few studio issues, but it will be all back up to snuff next week. I'm joined by Alex Miller, as always. G'day, gents. Good to have you back, Cat. We missed you. We missed yes, you last week. Yes, I know. I did have to bail last week, unfortunately, but uh, I should be right for the rest of the year. Excellent. Let's hope so. And Doc. Yeah. Alex Doherty. Yes, it's good to have you back, Cat. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, oh, we keep saying it's a big episode. We've got, we've got <laughs> they always one. are. We've got another one here. <laughs> it's... Um, Huge how, how did you go last week, Cat? Uh, look, not too bad. I think we're all riding pretty high after last week because yes. we've won. All three of us have won three games in a row, if I'm correct. Yes, that's that's true. Doggies oh, bloody rude, but dogs, the dons, and the doggies. Doggies, are, doggies are up and about at the moment. We're all charging <laughs> home to finals. Let's do it. <laughs> Never been so excited. Let's get stuck into the round. It was uh, yes. big game Friday night. Oh. Collingwood and the Eagles. Collingwood and the Eagles. Bloody hell. <laughs> what a game. Good game what a game, boys. I, I, I watched the whole thing and I was extremely um, excited. It was just a mm-hmm. fantastic contest. I thought Collingwood, though, in the second half, to keep West Coast to two goals one is outstanding after kicking 12, uh, 10 goals in the first half. How did they do that, boys? I, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just... A, over there as well. Over there, and Collingwood, and this is probably the win that Collingwood needed to get their season back on track. It's mm-hmm. the... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I get. I get this feeling that the teams, when their backs are against the wall, they seem. They seem to thrive so much better. Mm. You know, it, it just. It's not just the Bulldogs, but it's every. It's it, it's teams like Collingwood who have faced. I think they've had a pretty rough month. Yeah. Beforehand, and now they've just managed to. Well, they've just pulled one out. Of the, pulled one out of that. Pulled one so, out of their backsides. They have. It was. A, it was a great win. Back together. Great. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, Stevenson beams and all that kind of thing. Um kind of rattled them a little bit. It was good to see yesterday Taylor Adams signing a five-year extension or a five-year new contract. I think he'll be the next captain. Yes, that's kind of the word going around at the pies. Um, yeah, it, probably, probably good. I rate that. Uh, good player. He is a good, he is yeah, a good player. He'll be a massive inclusion this week because he's mm. set to play with Jeremy Howe. What, what do you make of it, Cat? West um, Coast and Colin. I only saw little bits and pieces of this game, but uh, just looking at the stat line, the man who always seems to be impressive every week, Brody Grundy... <laughs> How can you not uh, think he is possibly, well, I would say almost without a doubt, the best ruckman in the comp at the moment? Can he win an All-Australian, boys? Yeah, I mean, no, Brownlow, sorry. Oh, yeah. oh. All-Australian, yes, Brownlow, probably not. The unfortunate thing is that the Brownlow is still very much a midfielder's he can, middle. He can dress up as a midfielder. He only got something like 15 votes or something last year, didn't he? Not yeah, too it's many. pretty redonk. Yeah. Um, but yes, 22 disposals. Eight tackles, 31 hitouts against a pretty hard-to-beat duo of Nick Nat and Hickey, who's actually been all right for the West Coast yeah. this year, I think. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, been, pre- he's been a revelation, Tom Hickey. And so. he did it all by himself as well, Grundy, you mentioned, Kat. Mm. So credit to him, because Cox only had the five hitouts. Yeah, it wasn't in there very often. Three uh, goals for him, though. Yeah. Looked at as a bit of a downhill scare, I think, <laughs> the past few weeks. Copped a bit of flack, but I think he answered back a little bit, Cox. Yeah, fair criticism, though, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, he's, he's been down on form, and we touched on him last week. We did. Uh, Miller, but I think good, good to see him back, and he, he's, he's getting a little bit of confidence back, Mason Cox, and that's good. And that's good. What about Jordan Ruffhead, boys? The man's just had a sensational... He could be an old Australian, I think. Ooh, Kept, that is a very tough position to crack at fullback, I Kept think. Josh Kennedy goalless. And Dude, that is for not, the first time in a long while. Not an easy, easy thing goalless. to do at all. Mm. So, 
Kenley obviously considered one of the best in the game. Also only had the five touches, so his influence all around was very poor and a large reason why West Coast didn't kick a big score in the second half. Yeah, uh, he, he did well, uh, particularly in the absence of Darcy Moore, who went down early. Yeah. Yes. So, Which is so sad to see. Poor kid's finally gotten his career back on track. And now it's gone back off track. Again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see Ruff doing well. He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a ripper, he's a ripper of a bloke and... And he's and he and he is a good footballer. He's a good footballer as well. Don't know why we've been toiling with the ruck all these years, but <laughs> well, he he was matter. very good. Obviously, Jamie Cripps, the other one that was injured. Yes, it's very, a big blow. That is a big blow. I that think was, he's one of the more underrated players in that West Coast mm. team. He kicks about three goals every other he week. Does. It seems like or more. Yeah, it was a very nasty groin injury. So I reckon that might be his season just about. Yeah, done. it looks pretty serious to Doctor, but. The Pies did well with their smaller backline. Braden Maynard was playing uh, centre-half back for a large portion of the game, but they managed to hold off, and great win by them. Yeah, I want to say just quickly, before we move on to the next game, yes. two probably smaller names that played really great games. Brody Majacek, mm. four goals won. Very good. Ten marks, five of those were contested, which is pretty amazing. What about the lid on him? Can't say much about the pill, but... And, uh, Jared Cameron, Yeah. this little kid... He is looking actually electric. People say he was robbed the rising star this week, but I think they forgot about a young man named Shy Bolton. Shy, <laughs> Shy had a good game. One of, one of our favourites. Had a fantastic game. Uh, well, not one of cats. Um, so yeah, these <laughs> two kids, fantastic. Favorite. But we'll move on to something that's a bit closer to my heart. <laughs> Dons and North. My heart. On a Saturday Arvo. Yeah, you would have watched all of this one. I did. I watched the start to finish, and let me tell you, I nearly went into cardiac arrest in those last five minutes. <laughs> I definitely no, needed the, the defibrillator a couple times. I think you know how I feel with most bloody games. <laughs> That's Dogs, eh? Can I just say that Anthony McDonald tipping Woody deserves everything that we could ever possibly give him. <laughs> this did. man saves the game by himself. Some say he should be knighted, Cat. Are you a big fan of that? Uh, yes, I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind just flying him over the ring. Why would, you, why would you ask him such a ridiculous question? <laughs> Sir Anthony McDonald Tipping Woody has a nice ring to it, I think. Papa Tipping Woody. Papa Tipping Woody. <laughs> but he was amazing. I don't think I've ever seen a player. I know you boys were having a laugh at me before we started recording, but I haven't seen a, a man kick a goal from a tighter angle. No, I think it. In my life. Cool. I've kicked one from tighter. I saw. Oh, all right. <laughs> Do it at AFL level, mate, and get back to me. <laughs> Dummy Sheets had a couple. He had one a couple of weeks ago. He was in the pocket, in the left hand pocket. And Jake Stringer replicated it. Yeah. Oh, Jake Stringer's kick was just How fantastic. How was that? I just, was Doc del- was frothing over that in the group chat. That was a delightful kick. <laughs> delightful? It was a delightful kick. It was beautiful. Great game, though. What did you make of game. both teams? Um, I thought, actually, both teams looked really aggressive through most of the game, mm. which is really good to see. Both of them kind of took the game on lots of dangerous kicks through the middle of the ground, which sometimes they paid off, and sometimes, you know, you get caught on the rebound when you do things like that. But um, oh, I think it'll be a great learning experience for both of us. Uh, Reece Shaw would probably take a lot from that game and yeah. probably realise that you need to stick a player on. Where does he sit, Reece, coming into next year? Um, I still think he's among one of the favourites to um, get the job. At he's North. turned that team around yeah. a bit. I don't know if it's just, you know, I did see a comparison during the week uh, that the new, the interim coaches are kind of like the substitute teacher that comes in that, like, you know, they're the cool teacher and take all the... <laughs> Take all the, you know, the group off the hard ass. Uh, Do you think it's because the they know they're playing, you know, with o- that? Only at the A3 are we comparing substitute <laughs> teachers to interim coaches. <laughs> Do you think it's because, though, both Teague and Shaw are doing pretty well is because of, you know, they're playing with no sort of restrictions or anything? They don't have any pressure on them. Yeah, oh, yeah I think in the ca- especially in the case of Carlton, there is a sense of freedom now with the mm. Blues. And I think 
what Teague's doing, we discussed this a little bit earlier earlier in the week, yeah. was that he's playing more midfield minutes into the experienced blokes such as Mark Murphy and Ed Kerno. Yes. Where it's good for the young guys just to give them, you know, Walsh and like guys like Walsh and Dow and Fisher probably can't take every week getting bashed around in the centre bounces right. by yeah. the huge bodies of the rest of the league. I really. think do you think with the interim coaches next year, if you were in charge of both um, Carlton and North Melbourne respectively, you'd go, We're gonna give you a full year and then one year contract and then from there we if you t- turns out well we'll give you an extension of four or five. I, th- I think if I think two I think two years would be a bit two would be, years would for be, both would be a better feel four like, or five years is a very long time coaching in the uh, current AFL no but like if you give four, yeah four to five years is a very long you contract. think about and, Alan and, Richardson who, well, had six, a, who had six years but well, this Alan. is for a rebuild for both these clubs yeah probably mm. cut so you need a coach a bit of stability uh, David Teague you know, I would give both the coaches one year say if it works out it works out if it doesn't it doesn't you can just move on I think for a team like Carlton having someone who's already been in there is probably good just for that stability Yeah. you look at like you know obviously Gold Coast are kind of they've started fresh last year with Dew coming in hmm. and I don't think Carlton need another fresh start like no. that because they, they have pretty much the team that they want now Yeah. just a few more guys probably that need to be pushed out the door but other than that I think maybe at least a good 35 or so players on that list will be there for a good while very fair call back back to the game back to the game yes um, <laughs> Kat I want to get your thoughts on one man and this is one particular man that we constantly grill on this Here podcast we I know week in be. week out I don't know. Zach Clark had himself a very good game on the weekend he did 35 hit outs had 12 disposals really stuck it to Todd Goldstein what, what did you what did you make of it um for the first time all year, I've seen him tap the ball to a different place other than the same, like, the same right in front of him every single time. We saw him struggle against Aaliyah earlier last week because he was just so predictable in the ruck, yes. and he finally found a way to switch it up and uh, get a bit of unpredictability around the contest. And it was interesting to see them all cheer for him after weeks I'd heard booing him a couple of weeks ago. Look, but we, we, the club probably isn't the biggest fan of Clackers, but he was very, very serviceable this week, and I think it was his best game in the Red and Black. So one man well, who... I wouldn't have, wouldn't have beaten much. <laughs> one of the best one. game at the club. One man right. who was not serviceable and seems to have a bit of a bogey team is Nick Larkey. Kept the four mm. touches again. He's been in the... Yeah, we saw the, pre- the interview with him during the week where he talked about his debut against Essendon. And when, he uh, kept... Disposalless for a yeah, whole game, and yeah. he was in uh, won the Rising Star Award last week with five goals and literally uh, wait, four wait, disposals. Well, I did say that Kale Hooker kind of tailed the poor boy up, and so did the umpires. He got a poor run yes. of it all around. And Jasper Pittard, speaking of tailed up, he, uh, <laughs> I don't know, he just didn't get near the ball. He got all Australian, right? He got very much exposed. They looked to go for the one-on-one matchup with him and isolate him, it worked. and it worked an absolute treat and a half. We got the ball to ground a lot now, forward fifty, and Pittard's not exactly the best at his feet. He no. usually does well taking the intercept mark and then being able to run. Yeah. Um, so I think we we kind of yeah found that out well but then on the flip side we saw Robbie Tarrant do really well because a lot of our forward entries were very high and Tarrant is a great above head yes. mark so and obviously Benny Brown well. was six Cam Zerha with, with uh, three snags three in the first quarter and then he went missing for pretty much the rest of the game he, he's got a presence about him though doesn't he Andrew? he does he definitely does have a presence about him. <laughs> since I've bloody smacked him on the podcast he's lifted his game and it's good sure. to see Marty Gleeson have a big game cap. Yeah, still the first one since he's been back we, we, we know who listens to the podcast now. <laughs> hello Cam Zerha <laughs> a few Westerners supporters on Twitter really getting around Marty and saying it was he was close to best on ground yeah. I thought Andy McGrath was close to best on ground as well he had a really good game too lots of guts from him and I've, I've, I've been pretty critical on uh, Connor McKenna, but uh, he had a good game as well. Mm, he Agreed. Did. He did. Anyway, that's around the walls. Around the walls.
Good stuff, boys. And a uh, special mention to our poor Adelaide, who we were going to talk about, but... Um, yeah, you suck. You lost a bloody they, they do suck. They're on the charge. Brisbane are on the charge. Doc's <laughs> got a bit of a vendetta against Port at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> stick, around at the, stick around at the end of the episode. You <laughs> got, it's got a special song that I found on the weekend. Now, while we're wrapping up the end of this round, Cal, this is going to be your, your first part. I know, I wasn't here for it last week. Who's the man? Who's the man? Me and Doc loved it last week. Doc got really excited and wanted to name more than one person. <laughs> But I said it's who's the man, not the man. So we're going to start with you, Doc. Who was the most important player of round 17? You can have one guess at who I'm going to say. I'm not going to have a guess. No, I want to hear it from your mouth, mate. Joshua Dunkley. Yep. Bloody... I'm sure his name's not Jesus Dunkley. <laughs> we call him Jesus at the football club. But, <laughs> but um, what a game from him. He had 39 disposals, 15, yep. I think it was 15 clearances. or Yeah, 15 clearances. No, no nine clearances, 15 tackles. Mm. The only man to have ever had that stat line. That and he many? kicked straight. <laughs> and he kicked straight. <laughs> That's how you know the planets aligned. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't. No, he, he literally single-handedly carried that Bulldogs team on something. Well, the numbers he had. Too. It was an inspired, too. inspired oh. personal effort. I, I think with the exception of a few others, but he was the one who seriously dragged the dogs over the line on Sunday because it looked like we were, go- we were, we were gone. Yep. You've been calling it all year, Doc, that Dunkley is going to have average 30-plus disposals, and isn't he's just about hit that now. He, he's, he's closing in. I checked on the Sunday night when I got <laughs> home. Averaging, he's averaging 27 at the moment. Whoa. 27 per game at the moment. So Will he get home? Actually, he averages 29.9. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd still give it to you. I'd give oh it to you. Oh, my It's got to be two letter according to <laughs> I, I will not work with you. <laughs> Get out of the box. Yeah, he was amazing. He, that's my man this week. He's, um, he was definitely close to the difference in that yeah. game, for he, sure. A freak of nature. Cat, who was yours? Look, I want to say Waller, but I've already talked about him, so I might go with an off-the-cuff pick and say... Jared Lyons. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I like that. So in a game where obviously that was made very, very clear that Lockie Neal was going to get targeted, beaten up, yes, didn't abused. turn out well for Port in the first quarter, but Jared Lyons, I thought, stood up and has been standing up incredibly well in that midfield for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the Brisbane system that just seems to work for him uh, in that midfield mm. group, but I don't know. He's had some like close to three-vote performances, I think. So far this year, and this was close to one of them. He's I, a good I need to grab get his stat line up, but um, Doc's got them. There. Yeah, I've got it right here at the moment. Uh, Thirty-six disposals he had on the weekend. That was enormous. Mm. Uh, Seventeen contested possessions, nine clearances, nine tackles, right. and one snag. Yeah, one not snag, bad. not a bad snag either. Oh, and I think by the way, Josh, say, Josh Dunkley did have twenty-nine contested oh, possessions right, on the on the weekend. Also for Lions. 39 pressure acts. Good lord. That is the... the sorry, 20, that, sorry, 24. For the Josh players Dunkley. that usually get that close are usually small forwards mm. and pressure players, and that is from an inside midfielder. Also, nine clearances, five inside 50s, yeah. three rebound 50s, 654 metres gained. Oh, right. It's eight, just... eight score involvements as well. Very important part of that win. He was, that's I would good, say, close to essential. That's a good who's the man. Winning that game. What about you? Okay, what about you? Who's your man? Now, I'm going to go with a coach. Yes. And it's going to be David Teague. Teague! Now, the big reason is... We're just leading the business. <laughs> I have given it a bit of slack, but he, what he did coming off Chris Judd's comments was would have taken a lot of balls, a lot of guts, and mm. to get a good win like that up in Sydney, um, tough, re- tough win, but what what he's been able to, able to achieve in the last couple of weeks has been sensational, and 
big props to him. Definitely, Surely the, the training wheels are off now. De- definitely sends the message to that little uh, big nose prick. <laughs> little, <laughs> big nose. I think Jaddy's got the training wheels on. J- 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 <laughs> hope you didn't listen to the podcast. I definitely gave uh, Jaddy Chris, a spiel. Chris Judd a, a real uh, serving of choice. But words. if you asked to name a player, it would probably be from this game. It would be Nick Newman. Um, mm. Probably one of my top three recruits of the year. Turn over imagine. Yes, so I'm telling you, boys. I'm very chuffed about that call. So anyway, that's who's the man. Said it to Miller last week. Captain, I'm saying it to you. He's a turnover merchant. Yeah. <laughs> turnover merchant. Look, it's rough. I think he's pretty clean with the ball usually. Yeah, Doc. <laughs> turnover. It must be the game. It must be the carton games I'm tuned into. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we're going to crack a few eggs once again. Yes. We've got a few to crack. Mostly, uh, we've got a few scrambled this week. Yeah. Because there's been a lot going around the AFL media this week. There's been a bit. A I do. Bit I, below. I do have a hardball, but it's from the Bulldogs. <laughs> below bar. <laughs> who's, sure. your hard, who's your hardboiled mate? I gave it to, uh, Taylor Duray had his best game on the weekend. Yeah, Doctor. Th- th- 30, 31 disposals, had about 13 marks. It was the first time he hit 30 um, disposals in his career. Really? Yeah. That's um, amazing. So that's um, well done to him. Uh, just every time Melbourne went forward, he usually had an impact. Cut it off. Yeah, he usually had an impact. Whether he cut it off, he spoiled. Your backline looked very, very solid on Sunday, Doc, I have to say. I was impressed. Yeah, Jure, really good. Suckling was kind of floating around. Maybe not his greatest game, but Crozier jumped for those marks. I was really impressed with Cordy as well. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people give Cordy a bit of unfair criticism. Uh, he does well through size. He plays yeah, he on does. most key yeah, defenders. Yeah, he, play, he plays on blokes who are about 10 centimetres yeah. and 10 kilos bigger than him. <laughs> and he does a good job. He's, good, he's got go-go games. Gadget arms. I think that's what <laughs> Beveridge loves about him. Yes. No, it was a great effort from your back line. Very, very good. But Taylor Duray is um, my hardball. That's good. Have you, what have yeah, you got this week? All right. Well, I want to call out a media <laughs> a media <laughs> man, Mr. Dermot Brereton, for a very, very unjustified spray of Lucky Neal yes. yeah. that he had on Sunday, uh, Sunday evening. Basically, Lockie had a bit of a got a bit of a poke in the eye or copped a bit of an arm in the eye, I think, and it was a bit bloodshot, a bit hurt and uh, he came off to the bench to get it checked out and Dermy gave him a spray for going off and being weak and I thought that was just Dermot. a horrendous call from Dermot don't suppose Dermot's ever been uh, poked in the eye lately has he or yeah, probably, not, le- probably not in about 20 years. Probably poked him what's left of the brain. Oh, tell t- 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 what we're going to do. We'll go up to the Fox Footy uh, studio. We'll poke Dermot in the eye 100 times and see how he feels. Poke him in the eye while he's at work and see Have how he Have you always heard the it. story about him when he was playing? No, it's no. a very interesting story. Um, we'll make this quick. So pretty much he was on the footy field. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not sure if this was at VFL or AFL where it was. But um, he got into a fight with someone and you know got suspended, got a punch off, and he came off to the bench. And they said, Danny, why would you go off with that guy? He goes... Oh, because he said something about my sister. And the coach went on to say, Dermy, you don't have a sister. <laughs> and he beat someone up and got, and this is a true story, got oh, suspended. So, yeah, that's what Dermy's, uh, how he's going there. Got, got suspended for beating up somebody who uh, bagged his imaginary sister. But yes, I have to say, Derm, usually pretty entertaining bloke to watch on Fox Footy. Nah. But pull your head out of your ass and... Have a bit of respect for the players, man. Cook your eggs properly. Have a bit of respect <laughs> Pull for the your players. Head <laughs> now, my, my scramble is um, from the same game. It's going to be Ken Hinckley. Um, Thank God. Kenny. All the work he put into Lockie Neal, and I love the pre-game thing saying, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, we're going to be physical with Lockie. And I thought, yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to go seven goals down and get smacked at home <laughs> by Brisbane. So, Ken, because uh, of trying the game plan, don't put too much time into players like Lockie because they're going to beat you anyway. Yeah. Yes, the, uh, the old saying goes, work the ball, not the player. Put Correct. a bit of faith into your players to uh, to just perform. Well, he, need a rough he, he has none because he keeps saying we're like a yo-yo can, team. I don't can, know what can, I'm Can, get can I add on and say that Cam Sutcliffe should never get another bloody game as long as he's breathing? 
Jeez. Look rough, rough, but I guess. He is a pathetic player. No creative <laughs> skills in his body. Just putrid. <laughs> Just a putrid, putrid man. Fuck. Jeez. Well, that's it. Fuck out of here, Cam. That's a whack. That, that settles that. Sorry, Cam. That's a whack and a half. Yeah, well, Cat. Yes, mate. We got some interesting news I'd like you to talk about. Mm. Yeah, mate. Um, we have, there's a lot of big headlines coming out this week. We've talked about the coaching a bit, but a few other things uh, happening over in Perth. Mm. Freo and Harley Bennell have finally parted ways, unfortunately. As right. expected. Yep. I mean, it was there was rumours floating around at the end of last year that Peter Bell wanted him gone. After Peter Bell or... <laughs> <laughs> what, mate? <laughs> I think Ross, is, Ross has been pretty adamant that he Dog is mad. in support of him, but... Uh, what, mate? What? <laughs> What are we laughing about? Are we Pe- laughing? Peter, Peter Bell or Sam Powell? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to say that. <laughs> so, oh, right. It's off, off the back of one of the uh, right. one of the shit posts we we share on the uh, the, the group chat. So yeah, Harley's gone. Will he get another gig, boys? I don't think so. <sighs> no, I think it's uh, pretty hard to see Harley Bennell get another gig from here on out. Like not even rumors. Rumors that the Hawks might be having a crack at him. <laughs> if anyone could fix him. It would be. It, it would well, be Andrew Russell's gone now. Is he? At the Blues. Well, let's, so, get, him that's right. well, let's get him to Carlton then. <laughs> I don't think Carlton will... Nah. If he takes a small pay packet, maybe. He'll go into a state league, I would think. He'll keep dominating for Peel or something. But <laughs> yeah, he would, actually. When he plays. I don't know. It's it's hard to see him going somewhere. He's 27 now, Harley. He's, he's lost about... Aged very quickly. He's lost six years of his career. Yeah. Been injured. He literally only played two games for the Dockers the whole time he was there. Hmm. Now, what about Rock Dogs, Kat? Rock Dogs. We love our Rock Dogs here at the I end. I know yeah. you love Ruckman more than anyone. This is actually the first I've heard of this Yes. you posted this. Zach Smith and Paddy Ryder linked with the Giants. Well, on the AFL website, I heard about so, Paddy so, Ryder. So on the run sheet, Party Ryder. <laughs> Party Ryder? Party. Party, Party eh? Yeah, he's, Paddy's gotten a bit loose in his old age. <laughs> he's replaced one of his names. <laughs> um, Zach Smith, definitely, I could see it happening because mm. man hasn't played bloody four games this year and he's behind Darcy Well, Ford. I was going to say, do they think Ryan Darcy Abbott. Ford's... Ford and Ryan anybody, anybody who's who's behind <laughs> Darcy Fort and Ryan Abbott should seriously consider their career. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there! I could. He might end up yeah finding himself in a bit of a Billy Longer situation at the moment, where he just can't crack the team despite being the most experienced. <laughs> Imagine a special situation. <laughs> Imagine being Billy Longer. <laughs> the Billy no, Billy Longer scenario. Well, look, we've seen being a top ten Mr. draft pick Mr. and Hickey, not playing any games. Big Hickey found his <laughs> way to a new club. Well, maybe Billy right, Longer so. can make his way up there as well because he's. Do you reckon Longer will go? end up at a new club he should do I think the Giants should be looking at him before Smith and Ryder I can't see Ryder going into state again I could if he wants to play yeah I, I can seriously see Ryder making the journey because I think they he'd retire like before, before he goes big mummy's going to have to give it away soon he's so slow and um, Dorsey Simpson uh, I was really impressed last year with these guys but he's physically he doesn't look up to snuff does no he? he looks like he's put on a bit of keg yeah. which is not good for he was already a big rapper yeah yeah, not look, mobile enough for the modern game, he, he really. just breaks down a lot, Dawson Simpson. He's probably mm, just your you know, your depth option. Anyway, just I think Zach Smith, obviously former Gold Coast top yeah. ruckman, so I could or Paddy Ryder could definitely be a good fit for the Giants. I've heard rumours that um, John O'Segel has been linked to the Giants as well. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. And I think that Segel is, I think, a decent ruckman. Yeah, well, he, he can play sexy. I like yeah. him. He it does is. well in like a two ruckman team. He does well forward. He works hard when he's yeah, up he does at the square. Which yeah, is why I think it's good Like when the Hawks have um, Big Boy out, they kind of play Segler and Pitnett and they work well Well, together, interestingly, but... I just realised, all those four Ruckman we mentioned, Longer, Ryder, 
Smith and um, Segler mm. all would be on their third club if they made their way up to the Giants. There you go. Collingwood Hawthorne for Segler. Yeah. Um, Gold Coast along Segler for Smith. Segler started at the Pies. Yeah, he's at the Pies. Didn't Got, know that. Well, it was when Darren Jolly and Lee... Um, Lee Brown um, couldn't Lee Brown. the ruck when he and then Grundy Jolly came through and Wits came through yeah. and they made the trade Wits anyway and then um, yeah Smith was Geelong Gold Coast and then Ryder obviously your your mob and Port and then Longer would have been Brisbane St Kilda there so that's interesting bit of a John O'Giles situation <laughs> <laughs> right John O'Giles what a shit ruck time warp boys <laughs> time warp now we're coming we're going back in time. We're coming very unprepared for this because I don't even know what I did. <laughs> so now you wrote the run sheet. I did. <laughs> this so one, what you what what did you want to talk about for this match? So pretty much last time Brisbane made the eight. Now obviously they're sitting in a fantastic spot in the top four. Mm-hmm. They're third, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're sitting in the top four. They're sitting third. In I don't third. remember the Lions being this good since their bloody three peak. Now the last time they were in the eight. Doc, last can tell me. Last time they were in the eight Brisbane was uh, 2009, so literally ten years ago. Ten years ago. So we're going ten years back to ten when years back. to when the Dogs were actually a top four team, and so was St Kilda. And so where did the Lions end up finishing this year, Doc? So so Brisbane finished uh, sixth in uh, 2009, 13 wins, one draw, and eight losses. Uh, got to the semi-finals where they were bundled out by the uh, the Almighty Dogs by 50 points. Um, Who'd they beat week one though? They beat Carlton. It was. A, Beat Carlton at the Gabba. It was a seven-point game. It was a very, very entertaining game at footy. Mm. They uh, Brisbane came from about four goals down at, th- at three-quarter time to win that game. I do remember that. Yeah, it was the um, the one where uh, Daniel Bradshaw kicked the miracle goal yes. from the from the boundary. Do you want to read out some of the names that were in this Lions team? Because it was a pretty star-studded team. Still, I've got some names here. Yeah, mate. Well, obviously, Vlo- Vossi. Matt, Matt Austin. <laughs> was Austin. Great name. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Related to Logan Austin at all? Uh, could be, but I, I, I don't know. He only he, he, This was only his seventh game when they beat uh, Carlton. This yeah. was a Look, young... This, this team still had the likes of guys like... Young you know, Simon Black, John O'Brown. Um, <laughs> Jared Brennan when he was on. Bradshaw Ash McGrath. Bradshaw and... Source Merritt. Bradshaw and Jonathan Brown kicked nine goals in that elimination final. Yes. Young Mitch Clark, boys. A young Mitch Clark when he was in his... You know, very, very promising ruckman too, Richard. Luke Power before he went off to the Giants. To put yeah. it into context, though, the only player from this team that lined up for the Lions last week... Daniel Rich. Daniel Rich. Daniel Rich. They've completely turned over the Lockie whole Henderson. team in ten years. Jesus. Wow. Jesus and... Uh, Is that our Lockie Henderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- yeah, Lockie, An- yeah, Lockie Anderson played at Brisbane. Started off Brisbane, then went to the Blues, then went to the Cats. You wouldn't bloody believe it's it. An- it's another three. Simon play. Black, obviously, probably regards one of the best Brisbane players ever. Todd Banfield, not as much. <laughs> Todd Banfield. <laughs> uh, Source Merritt's in there. Obviously, Maddie Gorham, Maddie Cheeseburger. Oh, it's Cheeseburger in there. Joel Patful was there Big for a very cheesy. long time. <laughs> Any of these Lions boys make Jack Rudden actually All Australian is, is that year dog another player I want to cap. bring up the All Australian 2019 hey, Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll do it Just give me a second Yeah He's I up. remember Redden being up at the Lions He was always kind of touted as a guy with potential I, he, I, I think the only person that probably would have made it would have been uh, Brownie, Brownie. Yeah. But I, I don't know well, da- Daniel Rich uh, won the uh, Rising Star that year. We did oh, that. That's we, right. we touched on that a few episodes ago. So there's God, five. He was so good in his so first there's, year, Rich. there's five players, boys from '44 that are still in the NFL now: Pierce Hanley, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Rockcliffe, uh, Michael Riscatelli, Big Spaghetti, Big Spaghetti. Um, what's his name that we just mentioned? Um, Daniel Rich. Yeah, Rich. Uh, Lockie Henderson. And that's go. it. And uh, Jack Renner, so six, sorry. Only one okay. of those still at the Lions as well. Yeah, very uh, Okay, okay. so to answer your um, your, okay. your question, Kat, <laughs> yes, um, 
We had, we had two Brisbane, two Brisbane Lions players that made the All-Australian squad of 40. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Mitch Clark, who, who was a ruckman at the time. Wow. Had a good year that year. Very too. good year. And uh, Jonathan Brown. He kicked the 18 goals as a ruckman. Yeah. In comparison. And and Jonathan Brown uh, made the... Uh, Jonathan <laughs> Brown. <laughs> made, the, uh, made the final team of 22. Not Joel so. Tippett, who was also on the list, boys. He Joel was, Tippett. He was probably. Yeah. yeah. Joel Tippett um, played for about six different clubs, didn't he? <laughs> so who, in, con- in contrast to that, how many lines do we think could potentially make the squad of 40 this year. I'm thinking Neil, Cameron. I think Neil's yep. a lock. Yeah, Neil, yeah. Neil would make the team. Charlie yeah. Cameron definitely does as well. Charlie Cameron would make the squad at least. Um, Harris? Harris does Andrews. Harris make the squad? Yeah, I think he, I think he would. It would depend. He mm. missed a lot of footy, but the back half of the year has been pretty good, so if he continues... I don't think he's missed a game this year, Harris Andrews, has he? Yeah, he's missed a couple. Oh, I would have I'll, said at the start of the year. Missed two or sorry. I'll, 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 br- I'll bring that up. He probably on. hasn't. Maybe. Um, any yeah. any more than those three lines? Um, uh, Hodgie just no. <laughs> Hodgie just nah. sneak him in. I reckon Jim McClungage, Har- if it wasn't such a stacked midfield as it's been and this also year, he's gotten injured as well. He's had a huge year this year. Just absolutely monstrous. Uh, Mitch Robertson, his impact, obviously not all Australian, mm. but I love Mitch Robertson. What he's done. <laughs> yeah, I'd find thought. a spot for Robert on the bench. <laughs> That Australian team. He's been. He's had a huge year. Daniel Rich also. I, I, think, I think he just signed a contract extension as well, Mitch Robinson. Hmm. Two two year deal, which is um yeah good on him. Uh, as he said in his Instagram post, it was a no brainer. We were oh, second yeah. last in two thousand nine. By the way, the Tigers were. Where were the Bombers sitting? Uh, you guys were sitting eighth. Oh, okay. Made the eight. Uh, and they lo- and they lost Adelaide by ninety six points yeah, in the first week. Final. We got absolutely thumped. How did, how how did they make that final? How did they make the final? Anyway, that's Tarmore. It's an interesting <laughs> one. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it was it was a very interesting one. I'm just gonna have a, I'm just having a look at the uh, the rest of the season. Actually, I want to I want to find out who played who played against us at the at the uh, semi final that night before we go. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, because that, that was a pretty. Um, that, that I, I, I was actually half expecting Brisbane to come out and smash us. But um. But no. But no. Where we, was that? Was that here or? Yeah, it was. Yeah, a, it was down. Did you go to that dock? No, I didn't. I was. At, I was. At, I was at home. I was. I was. I was watching on TV. Little old chapo. A little old chapo. He got. He got sentenced today. The uh, the real old chapo. Oh, dear. <laughs> he did. Oh, well, thoughts go out to the family. Um, Jed Adcock played that game. Jeddy. Uh, Matt Austin played his eighth game and only had I eight don't touches. Know who he is. <laughs> I know who Matt Austin. <laughs> yes. I don't know who he is. Ma- ma- imagine having chums such as James Hawksley, uh, Ryan Hooper, uh, James Polkinghorn, um, and Sam Sheldon. It wasn't Polk's one of our top up players. Yeah, Polkinghorn was one of your. Polking on is one of your top up players. I don't think he played a game. Him and Josh Green, <laughs> the boys from Brizzy. <laughs> well, at least, jo- at least Josh Green actually did something. Polkinghorn was just shocking. <laughs> Polkinghorn just filled up the twos. Oh um, but yeah, there's some real chums. And Justin Sherman before he uh, <laughs> r- really stunk it off at the at the Bulldogs was was. Uh, <laughs> I remember Jazzy. <laughs> I, he was one of my favorite. Yeah. He was one of my favorite players outside of the Bulldogs at the time, just for the just for the sheer fact that he was called the Shermanator. <laughs> <laughs> Now, while we're <laughs> now we're now we're out of the time machine. Yep, get there's it. obviously a couple of things that we forgot to talk. Well, not forgot. We're still going. yeah, all right, right. Jack Higgins, obviously, boys. The news mm. that he um, had some severe bleeding on the brain. Yeah, that's um very 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 nasty, um, scary stuff. Well, it's just come out that he's obviously not going to play again for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. It's probably fair. You'd be treating that with a lot of caution. But he should be released from hospital very soon. Well, that, okay. that's fantastic. Good on him. Tough for him, though. Obviously, we know Jack's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but 
<laughs> if he doesn't have footy, he's in a bit of strife. So uh, we wish that he can just Apparently, it was just back. a uh, yeah, just I, a. I don't, I don't think I can say this on air, but there was a shit posting. Oh, thing. Right. <laughs> All right, All right. that's enough. Well, yeah. don't go any further. Don't, don't go any further. Don't finish that sentence. We're treating this with respect. <laughs> I will not work with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, All the best to Jack and yeah, his yeah. family. Hope he gets back to footy. Very later. strange though the incident. Um, I was just reading how, up on how, it. How did he do it? Well, he, copped a concussion in the VFL. He played in the VFL. He, he copped the knock. Didn't yeah. have a copper concussion yeah. though. Um, went off for a test. Was all fine. Finished as one of the best on the ground along with Liam Baker and Co. So he played out the rest of the game. And then uh, later, I think the next day, um, or that night, early morning, uh, had some severe headaches. And then mm-hmm. obviously the club got involved and treated it as a precaution. And yeah, so he went in for scans and that. So it's just some minor bleeding on the brain. It's not as severe as they first thought, but yeah, pretty um, sort of standard injury. But yeah, it's interesting. No, but they said like no signs of concussion or anything, yeah. just a knock. And it turns out to be brain bleeding. Yeah. Well, it's good they caught it, you know, Very nice early. quick. Obviously, it's terrible for anyone, but someone at his age as well, you know, Jack's yeah. only 19, 20. Yeah, Do you so he'll be wearing a helmet if he comes back next year, just for extra precaution? May, not, uh, may as well. Yeah, yeah I, I think it'd, you'd be silly not to. Yeah, he will want it for a couple of rounds anyway at some point uh, mm. last year when he got from Cass. So he's only 20 still, so, you know, it's it's going to be tough for him. Uh, on interesting other news, boys, Yes. Allo Richo. I was going to say, so. we haven't talked about Richo yet. Um Mom. Sad day. Oh. Stood down before he could get sacked. May as well. Yeah. I, think, I think he essentially got sacked. Mm. Like, yeah. li- literally, how it goes is that the the um you know the higher ups they sit they sit Richo down and they're like, you're not getting the job. We're not going to extend your contract. We're not going to extend again. your contract. Yeah. So he, here's what you're going to do. You're going to either step down, or if you don't step down, you're going to get me out. <laughs> we're we're going to sack you. I will not I'd like to you. think that they wouldn't be that harsh and say you got to step down. If I'm sure the coaches would be given the choice to play out the year or. You know, why not? There's six weeks left. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the point? And 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 you can I think from the last couple of weeks in particular when they played Richmond and Geelong, you could see that the Saints players wanted to play for Richard. Yeah, yeah, I thought they did that first half against the Cats. They looked really good. Yeah, yeah. That, I thought they played very well, yeah. especially against us as well. You just mentioned it. Tough. We got uh, they kicked the first three of the game and looked really on, but mm, until but after half time, away. but they were still strong. Like the big thing is, I'm, I talked to you guys off at, about about off is that. Melbourne and St Kilda, very, very similar teams this year. Mm-hmm. One ladder, one win separates them both actually right now. Yeah, St Kilda's just above them. It's just above them. Um, Saints have had no backline for at least 10 weeks of the year. And then we're same with Melbourne, they've had some minor injuries. But the difference between them is that most of Melbourne's injuries were like pre-season stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were still expected to get back and fit and firing. But nothing's been said about Simon Goodwin. He is literally buried under the snow up at the, ski- <laughs> up at the ski lift. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's... The thing is, right, you look at what's been going on at the D's Why during the year. There's got to be a... There's... So they, at the start of the year, they kind of totally shifted around their assistant coaching structure. No, they For did that some... later, though. They did that No, later. no, it was the start of the year. The was... start of the year, they changed it around. And then a couple of weeks ago... They changed it after, around. After it was finally kind of reported on and noticed in the media, they kind of switched it back, brought Jade Rawlings back up to the AFL assistant um, and and dumped Brendan McCartney from any form of <laughs> So where's he now? Is he up in the box then? Who? Rawlings? No, McCartney. Um, I think McCartney's I just a development done. coach now. Yeah. He's always down on the boundary line though. I see. He loves it yeah. down there. He might just have some game day responsibilities. You know, <laughs> he's always but, um, there. Yeah. Don't you see him? He's yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, you can't miss his cross. I, so, I don't know how much... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much would I blame on Goodwin necessarily because it kind of looks like the line coaches might be more at fault. 
And you see that... Why, though? It's his over... Like, their game plan... They're nowhere near where they were last year. Yeah, well, Goodwin... I don't know how much in charge the senior coaches of choosing the assistant coaches around them or if the club says, these are the but guys that we're changed, giving you Kat. this That's year. the thing. It's not the coaches. I don't fault. know if I agree with that. I think they've changed a bit in the past few it's weeks. It's the players. No, like, the coaching... Hasn't the coach... Like, I mean, from last year, mm. everyone is still there. Yeah, but like but they're in different positions. Yeah, they changed. But why change that during? I don't know. I don't why know. do that start a year? Well, look at us last year when Neil got the sack, and yeah, then well, suddenly fucking... we kind of. But that's you know, turned shit around. That was bullshit. That was bullshit. That he was even, even well. Wusha did that. Wusha knew that he was going to get sacked, and he had to use someone as a scapegoat and said, "You know, take Neil instead." Well, from <laughs> the sounds of it, communication in that coach's box is horrible with Neil there. Well, so... Neil is just a very, very shit coach. He wouldn't even be coaching a Resi's team. <laughs> Right. Well, he was on an hour. How? I don't know. I think I think there's there's no excuse for Melbourne. I don't know. Assistant assistant coaches are a strange one where they get a lot of praise if, you know, stuff's going well, but nobody really looks at them when things are going bad. It always falls to the senior no, coach. No, I'm not blaming Simon. I'm I, blaming... I, the, I feel like the coaches the coaches are as good as the players, and right now the players aren't performing up to scratch. Like, even, why? It, what, Is that just... I don't, I don't know. They've try, I think they've tried to change their game style too much for something that did... I think... That that prelim final really rattled the demons. I don't know why. And they tried to change too much off the back yeah. of that when their style worked for them pretty yeah. much the rest of the year. I think a big case in point at the moment is Angus Brayshaw, who I watched on. Who Sunday. hasn't been attending mm. centre bounces? And did and you see that stat about Jordan Lewis? <laughs> yes, I, I saw the stat about Jordan Lewis. He uh, and I did see Jordan Lewis play a lot more in the middle. But Angus Brayshaw, his confidence, his confidence right now is at an all-time low. Just because he hasn't been playing in the guts yeah, where he does forward? the best. Why put? I, I don't know. I don't, it's I don't been know. said, you know. And Clayton Oliver's been playing more forward as well. He he only had about yeah, seventeen. Blake can't fucking keep the it. First couple of months of last year, he was at Brayshaw was playing along the wing and half forward, and he was playing serviceably. And then they moved him into the centre bounces, and he finished third in the brown. Well, line. we know how good he is. So but... why would you not play Brayshaw in the centre bounces? Well, why doesn't Simon Goodwin then say, "Yes, I want my best player in the middle. I want Clayton Oliver in the middle." I don't know. It, it, according to Simon Goodwin, his best players are Jordan Lewis and Nathan Jones. <laughs> Peter Sam Garrett. <laughs> Peter Garrett dressed up as Nathan Jones. So these centre bounces should be Sam Frost Oliver, play pretty well. Brayshaw, and then... Anyway, Eddie, back to the question. Why is Simon Goodwin getting the slack? Because he's still such a new coach, I think. But yeah, what, you can't, he's only in his third year. But you can't say, we're going to finish top four, otherwise it's a failure, and then be lucky to finish bottom four at this point. You can't say that and get away with it in no. my eyes. Because, well, good, good... No, I'm not saying he has to get sacked, but there's been nothing said about him. There's, like, there's no... No, it's not just him. And that's fair. Yeah, I feel feel like there should be a bit of heat on Goodwin, and there probably will be next year if if nothing happens. I think that might be part of the problem, is that there's not enough heat on him, and he doesn't have quite that drive to change enough at the club. I just think it's ridiculous that Alan Richardson got sacked, where the Saints, yes, they haven't made finals since he's been there, but they have improved dramatically. They have. Like, and with not much, he didn't have a lot to work with when he got there, and he just kept losing 2016, they finished um, eight or ninth. They, fin- they finished 14 and 10, which is their best. But They were on the upswing until, what was it, last year? Hmm. 2017, in... they were ninth or something. you got to remember, well, Jake, yeah. Jake Carlisle hadn't played you know, a lot mm. of this year. Dylan Robinson's been out for two years now. Um, They've had a lot of issues out of control. Kobe Stevens retiring. Yeah, uh, last big blow. Kobe well. Stevens, good player. Jaron Geary, who we're a big fan of. And yeah. like we said, they have had a lot of injury issues this year. They more than the days. Quite a few new personnel and playing a lot more young players this year as well. And and they're, and they're still giving it a crack. So I don't understand why. You know, I think St Kilda are setting really delusional, delusionally high expectations for their football club, where they're yeah. not there yet. I agree. I think the Saints. 
The list still needs might be much more work. Like the second hardest in the league after Carlton. Do you think, Doc? You got what extremely high expectations for a club that you know. Since obviously Ross Lyon made those grand finals, Rossi. ten years ago. Ross and game plan there. Before and after then, the Saints have like struggled just as a club in general. They've pretty much through all of time, aside from their one premiership, have kind of been one of the worst clubs in the mm. NFL. I was going to ask you, Doc. Do you think the list needs more work overall? <laughs> I'm, I, I think that I think the, li- the list they've got at the moment is fine. I like the Saints list. I, I think their, their spine's good. Maybe maybe another key key defender. I'm I'm not too sure. They've Logan got, Austin, I thought would be a good fit, but he just hasn't. They've they, they've got played. I, I think <laughs> they've they've got their forward set up. Like Josh Bruce having a good year. They've got Max King for the future, and they and they've got their good ruckman in in Big Barge Marshall. Hmm. So, <laughs> so I think and Sam Draper. Their spine's <laughs> good. Their spine is good. Their I think their midfield. I think they. I think they just need a little bit more polish. I think they need one more star. I think they just need one more star. And so, Dan Hatterbury's not there yet. I. I don't know what his go is at the moment. I think he will be 24-25 again eventually. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, but he's got to get his body. Yeah, right. agree. And I think St Kilda have got to be patient with him there. Would uh, you throw the st- sink at Stephen Coniglio now? Yes. I think, yeah, you definitely would. Hundred percent. I would too. Yeah, I reckon the Saints are in a better chance than well, anyone. Than the Saints just have so many midfielders, so many of the same midfielders. Well, Canigo is different, though. Yeah, they have, yes. so many, they have so many inside midfielders. And I was having Too this, many Sebrosses yeah, about them. Having this discussion with a, a family friend of mine the other week who was a St Kilda, who's a St Kilda supporter, a real, real diehard St Kilda supporter. Poor bloke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I feel bad for him. Unlucky us. No, but but, he, but we were definitely in agreement from like they're turning all their all their talented players into inside mids. Mm. Like you look at what J- they're doing to Jade Gresham for for an example. They they turn extremely classy on the outside. He doesn't they, need to play on the inside. They t- they've turned Jade Gresham into a guy who can give you 35, 40 goals a season into an inside mid who gives Why you... Why tw- is that, though, if they know... Like, they've got the blocks of Jack Steele and Sam Bros. They don't need any more. Why stack them up? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know what goes through the uh, the, the heads of the St Kilda higher-ups. And Not a whole lot, by the sound of it. No, it would be sweet fuck all. If- <laughs> Does Brett Redden keep the job, boys, if he coaches well for the next six weeks? I think, he was, I think he's exactly the reason why they brought him in. Now? Yep. Be- yeah, because... Look, I, think they, I think they knew Alan Richardson was going to be under, under a bit of strife at the uh, start of the year and if he didn't perform then he was going to be you know given the boot mm. and that's why they brought Brett Ratton in because Brett Ratton's uh, I think he was a very I think he was a very good coach at Carlton yeah I un- agree very uh, stiff unfairly kicked out yeah. I want to see uh, what he does with a senior coach again I t- I t- six he's weeks got, he's long got, enough yeah six weeks to prove it Is he, yeah he's got six is it long enough though uh, I think you can just <sighs> I, I think you can take a basis on what they're trying to do and what they're trying to achieve and if it's enough for them yeah. Then I think, I think the um, keep him on. Yeah. the Saints will need like an outside kind of selection board to kind of look at that after like he's that. had his six weeks. No, I know. <laughs> you need some like analysis people who from outside the club who can kind of objectively look at what Rats does over the next six weeks and say, yes, he's good for the club. No, he isn't. I don't know. Maybe that might be the issue in Melbourne as well. Just too much involved within maybe. the club. and Maybe, maybe. Who knows? No ability to make hard calls. Well, the yeah. last thing before we get to the tips. Yes. Um, Michael Voss yesterday, boys, had a job interview with Carlton, something mm-hmm. you may or may not heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got one more thing before you go. Oh, yeah. Is he likely, I think, to land the job if Teague, which it, unfortunately for David doesn't look like he's going to get it. I would like Teague too, but I don't know. I, know. I, I, I think it's I think maybe even, due diligence, just think, looking at all the people that are available. Even some of their um, their senior players have said during the week they want Teague to be the man. To, to, 
So that's why you, he was <laughs> Do you want to let your players say who they want to coach them? Yes. Uh, yes. With current situation, absolutely. Yeah, I think mean, it's such a young team. Is that no? It's the senior heads. I read the same thing, Doc. It's yeah. people like Mark Murphy, Paddy Cripps. The only people that I think should be talking to the club about that are yeah, the well, those are the ones the that have said they want. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like the, yeah. The, the players play the you know a strong. It's not Lockie O'Brien walking in there going, "Oh, <laughs> give me Teddy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the players must have a big say in you know what what they want because mm. it's 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 kind of paramount you now in, in football for them days. as well. For, for what they want to make them happy and to, to them to achieve big ultimate success. Mm. It's, it's probably good. For different clubs. Yeah, so. it's good to have, you know, a bit of communication between the players and, you know, mm. the no, coaching. It's a fair point, Kat. 100% yeah. I agree with her. But I just want to know who does the play. Yeah, is it just the captains? That are at the moment, I've heard just senior heads. Okay. So I presume it'd be people yeah. like Murphy, yeah. Cripps, Cruiser. Yeah, um, would Kernow. I'd be wanting to hear mostly from yeah the guys that are probably close to retirement who probably can look at it and say this is a guy who's good. I think even Barker or Baker is it Barker? Baker. John, John Barker. Barker. John Barker. He's actually said that he'd like David to stay there mm. as well. So I'm not, I'm not too sure about Michael Voss. I mean, his last his stint at Brisbane was a bit. I don't know. Iffy. I think he got pushed into that job by. very quickly though. Yeah, too early. Way yeah. too early. But um. Been like how Bucks was, but Bucks got to last through the rebuild and then obviously got the result last year and yeah. currently now. I, but I wouldn't mind seeing him go through it again because yeah. yeah, like I think like you said, he he was pushed in pretty early. I think I think what he took the job maybe two years after retirement. Oh, not it. Yeah, I think it was a year and a half, something like that. Yeah, so, something like that. So it doesn't give him doesn't give him a lot of time to work on his craft as a coach. Yeah, we've got a great segment, Doc. You got to explain it now. <laughs> okay, so um, we call we're calling this uh, quick fire questions. Um, no, we're not. What are we calling it? Uh, you want to call it quickies? Yes, quickies. <laughs> you want to call it quickies? So we're having a few quickies here. Yeah, all right, so we'll rattle up a few quickies. Just um, yeah, just to push the time along. Yeah. Um, this one's been bugging me a lot during the week. Is Steve Hocking... Steve Hocking? Yeah, Steve Hocking. Is Steve Hocking the biggest fuckwit ever in the AFL? <laughs> Who's moment? this for? Is this for... For both. Uh, like you guys can both. Both? Oh. You guys can, you guys can um, both answer. Uh, yeah, yes or no? I think there's no. been some horrid characters coming through. No, he's not the he's not the, the worst, worst defender in the fifth <laughs> through the AFL. Closer. That's a good... He's said some stupid things. This is the, this is the man who's who's trying to sign a petition to... Get reduced tackling. How in, do you do that? <laughs> tell me, tell me how. You, are we going to are we going to start putting in bloody rugby rules and limit the amount of tackles before the ball gets turned over to the other team? It, it, I tell you what, it's morons like it's morons like him that are ruining this game. <laughs> and it, I tell you what, if Gil doesn't get the ass, if Gil gets the ass next year, Hocking can go with him. Gil and Hocking are. I, I think they have one very strong vision that they wanted the game, and it has everything to do with. Mm. How many out uh, both how fast the game is moving and how many more ads they can yeah. play on TV? Oh, well, because they just know how big that broadcast deal is. Do you have a second question, Doc? Um, Before Cat loses his lid, <laughs> <laughs> blows his top. <laughs> okay, I know, I know I know we pressed on it a little bit earlier in the show, but can you really see our three clubs, the Bombers, the Tigers, and the Dogs, making the eight come yep, September this year? Yes. Yes. Because. <laughs> I, I the thing is, I would say yes if it's a one-word question. That's why it's the, called quickies. If Essendon and the dogs, want your life story, if and the dogs didn't play each other, I would say yes because that game is looking make or break for both of our finals. Uh, and I tell you what, I don't think I can. I don't think I've ever been more keener for a game than that one. I'm going to say yes. Two, two can make it. Two out of three can make it. Not all three. Right. So that's a no. <laughs> so no, not all of them can make it. But two out of three can. Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> Nella, did you say yes or no? 
Huh? I just said. Yeah, he said yes. I just said yes, like yes. a normal person. All right. Yes. Okay. He said yes. Um, is Cam Sutcliffe the biggest? Oh, you're only allowed uh, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, all right. You're gonna say that I'd one like for to, next I'd week. like to ask. You gotta, yeah, I'd right. like to ask. Um, uh, after the end of this year, will Mabar Chol and um, Big Ivan be ahead of Nank in the ruck? Uh, no. Nah. Would you play one of them alongside him? Yes. Next year. Play two rucks. I'd play Chol. I think Chol's got a bit more upside than yeah. more mobile. Than, uh, I don't like... think people are a big fan of Ivan. He's been all right. Uh, I bit... like like I like Ivan. But he's still barely playing any games, so I don't know why the critics are out already. But yeah, I like Ivan, but I'd rather Chol, like you said, Doc shows a bit more upside. Yeah. So yes. All right, and one more question. Yes. If so, if <laughs> Essendon do make the finals, if Essendon do make the finals, can we win one? No. Uh, Would there be anyone else finishing in the top eight that we could possibly line up against and beat? No. I, th- I think it depends on where you finish. Um, I don't think we're getting a home final. If if if, 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 no, if you're finish if you're finishing in like yeah if you're if you're not getting a home final you're not winning one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do, coin flip. Coin flip. All right. Okay. Mel, you got any? My questions for you, Doc. The first one. Okay. Yes. Is is the um, umpiring in the ruck now to? Handsy, like mm. no contact at all. Is it too much? Yes or no? Yeah, it is getting a bit too much. Yep. It's um very very confusing. Like I think you bring, I think you're trying, you're trying to bring up the Max Gorn free kick. On no, I'm just bringing it up in general. It's called Ruckcraft. <laughs> it's called Ruckcraft. So. Good boy. Um, no, look, I, I think it's getting a bit too confusing now. Where where the ruck, where the ruck is, you know, what ruckmen are supposed to do and can't do. Like okay. I think the Max Gorn, the Max Gorn one was you know the biggest yeah. example because I I don't even know what the hell it was no. paid for. Nothing I know. <laughs> And this one's for you, Kat. Yes, mate. Is Chris Vagan the best? <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> yes, mate. Is Chris Vagan the best coach in the AFL? Right. Uh, yes, I think he gets coach of the year. That's quickies. He gets coach of the That's year. That's all I want. All right, tips. Good afternoon. Tips, boys. All right, we're going to go quickies through these ones too. Tomorrow night, I am shitting my absolute death. <laughs> Because we play a very informed Crows in Adelaide on a Friday night, big stage. I don't even know if they're informed. I would say they're informed. Aside yeah. from, actually, no, you know what? They just beat up on a very weak Gold Coast. They, they beat up a Gold Coast reserves team, mate. <laughs> Maybe they'll get a bit overconfident. <laughs> Who knows? Let's hope so. At the Adelaide Oval, though, it's going to be tough. I'm going to go with the Crows by only 12 points. That would be close. Yeah, I think I think Adelaide by uh, three goals. I'm going to put a bit of, bit of faith in my team. going to tip the Dons. <laughs> Five points again. Yeah, there's a reason why you're finishing uh, dead last in the <laughs> duties competition. It's uh, all right. Bits and pieces like that. <laughs> right. Saturday, Saturday Arvo, Tigers and the Power. Yeah. At the G. I'm going to this. You'll be there, Cat. Uh, yes, hopefully. If everything goes well, I'll, I'll head, down, head on down to the G. <laughs> God willing. Um, God willing. Yeah, you'll go that's w- watch right. him jump the MCC barrier. <laughs> I'll make wish it. I, was, I wish I was there. I'll make it. Just um, to watch that. <laughs> so, yes. Tigers and the power. <laughs> We've seen Port be up and down, and this if, if they're due, this is their up week. But no, I'm going to tip I the think Tigers. Tigers we well. hit a bit of form, and I don't like to be arrogant, but I think we're in a good good touch for the finals. I think Charlie so. Dixon's going to kick a bag though. Yeah, yeah. I think Richmond are. Um, well, who? Nathan Broad, no chance. Yeah, what? And Cam yeah. Suck, and Cam Suckler's going to touch up Dusty, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he might try. <laughs> I think he'll be dropped. I'm going that Tigers, happens. but. Dixon. Dixon will be Dixon okay. will be a big one. Yeah, look, I think Richmond will win too. I think Richmond are in... Oh, I, I agree with you. I think Richmond are in a bit of form at the moment, so I think the Tigers will get it done over there at the MCG. Carlton Gold Coast, boys. Blues. Blues. Carlton. Marvel, 210, 
on a Saturday afternoon. Now, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you would have said this is a fitty-fitty game, but had both teams have happened and changed over the last month, Ooh. we've seen Carlton actually start to win a big competitive and Gold Coast did, the did, polar opposite. Do you think Gold Coast needs a sack Stuart G yet? Stiff ass. I think he needs another bony knife to stab the board with. They need to sack their graphic design team, I reckon, having a look at that letter. I'm going to go Carlton, boys. Yeah, I'm going Carlton. Yeah, Blues will win. Easy. Mm. Now this is a huge game. Mm. GWS and Sydney at Sydney Olympic Park. So GWS, GWS and, and Collingwood. Collingwood. Who did I say Sydney? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Well, well, GWS and Collingwood. Sorry. Oh my goodness. I think I'm going to go the Pies. Uh, the Pies have got this. I think the Giants are going to fall apart and miss finals. Yeah, I don't. Steve know. is a huge blow. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on. With miss GWS finals. Yep. Yeah, I reckon he's onto something. They have the <laughs> he's onto a good thing here. <laughs> the thing is here, they have a pretty decent run home, which will work in their favour, but... If they lose this week. Yeah, they look, you've got to look at the teams below them who are all pushing. <laughs> uh, the Dons, yeah, the Dons. Mm. Yeah. You play the Giants for the end of the year, don't you? Yeah, yeah we do. That's uh, re- that comes up. round 22. Round 22, yeah. Round 22. You beat them easy. If you beat us and then the Giants... It's coming home. Who are you going to tip dog? It's coming home. Flag dogs. Uh, Collingwood. Well, three for the pies. Yeah, I I have no faith in GWS at the moment. Saturday night. I'm excited about this game because these two teams had a fantastic contest last time they played. It's going to be one side. The Lions and North. The Valley Western Lane. One game at the Gabba, and as I said at the start of the year. Really. They're going to make it a fortress, yeah, and they're going to make the eight. Yeah, right. yeah, I was wondering what, what the record was at the Gabba. They only lost, lost one. To who? The Pies? Yeah, they got smashed up Jeez. there. So I think they're eight and one or seven and one. Jeez, Something like that's that. That's huge. Something like that. That is huge. Anyway, Brisbane comfortably, I think they're going to... Yes, just, Lions. They're going to prove to everyone that... I don't think comfortably. I think it'll be a good game. Nah, close game. Yeah. Ben, ben Brown needs to have his 30 seconds from his jet plane run-up as well, I think, by the way. <laughs> you can't spend three days trying to make a run-up and then eventually... Keep <laughs> yeah, look, I think uh, Bris- Brisbane up there. Bri- Brisbane are playing some really good footy at the moment, so... <coughs> you, you'd, you'd, have, you'd be silly not to tip uh, Brisbane. Fremantle and Sydney. This is nice. I don't know. You just hit for this one. Sydney. I'm pick, yeah, I'm picking Sydney. Over there. Bit of an upset. Yeah, I don't know. Freo are a bit of a basket case at the moment too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 nah, they'll bounce back. They'll bounce back. Buddy be back, maybe. Freo. Maybe. Probably not, but no. If, mm. <laughs> if Buddy's back, I'm going to go to the Swans. Br- Brisbane, by the way, is 6-1 and one at, at the Gabba. Wow. Fuck. Well, eh? Fuck. It's a bit fucked, eh? Well, eh? <laughs> Sunday <laughs> afternoon... Jeez, it's a one ten game too. You this is a very interesting time slot. Wouldn't, wouldn't, ex- wouldn't expect that from a Geelong Hawthorne game. Is there any stock to this? Hawks have been getting shit time slots all year. Or? <laughs> Jeff Kennett probably. <laughs> it's looking like it. I'll t- t- tell you what, Jeff, Jeff Kennett's spinning at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Geelong boys. They need to bounce back. Yeah, they, yeah uh, Cats will win. They need to get back cats on track. Need to bounce back first of all. Yeah, I think they'll be too good for Hawthorne over there. Cats. Cats. This one's an interesting one. I don't know where this is played. This is uh, Melbourne. Up in, in Cairns, yeah? Melbourne? No, no, it's Alice Springs. Oh, it's Alice Springs. Alice Springs. Sorry, sorry, yeah, not Cairns. Oh, yeah. I might tip. I don't know what I mean. No, Melbourne and West Coast. This is a bit of an interesting game. Oh, no. West Coast, obviously. Dees didn't convince me against the Doggies, and West Coast, obviously, a better team who will be looking about. Are we going Weagles? Yeah, I think West Coast will be uh, too, good, too, too good too. for them. Unlucky last dog. Oh. Saints of the dogs. I'd put all the faith in the dogs here. They're going to come out. Mind you, new coach. New coach. <laughs> you know what? No, I did a little bit of research on the, on during the week, and yes. the last before this year, 
four of the last five caretaker coaches have lost their first game. Oh, well, I'm he's turned the stat around in his favour this time. So look, I'm, I am very, I am very nervous because um, you know Brett Ratton, new coach, and new coaches are two from two this year. But I'm backing us in. Gotta say, I'm not I'll back the dogs too. I'm, I'm, I'm backing us in. You'll come out firing. Yeah, I'll go the dogs. You will come out firing. Wow, that's well, it. That was fun, boys. Good, a lot of discussion this week. I hope we're all uh, happy with. <laughs> I'm knackered. <laughs> need a drink. I think we need to work on quickies, boys. <laughs> One word answers would be better. All right, all right. Well, we all, thank we you. all gave a spiel. <laughs> thank you for joining us this week on the A3 Footy Podcast. As I said at the start, we do apologise for the audio quality this week, but back in the normal studio this week, renovations Yahoo! are over. I'll We're just speak be... to Juan. Doc will be happy to see him. Yes. Big fan of Juan. I'm, I miss him. You, you're not a huge <laughs> fan of security buffers, are you? No, I tell you what. It's like, it's like get, trying to get into this studio. We, we need security to come in and, and let us in. It's like they, they, ask us about, they ask me about 20 questions it's every like, bloody time. It's like getting in with Tom on my bows. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tom on my bows pretty, pretty easy. Um, well, geez, yeah. Jeez, must be keeping something in here. <laughs> Let's tear this place apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Um, follow, make sure follow us on the socials. Yes. Make sure to follow us on all our socials. A three forty podcast on Facebook at A three forty podcast on Instagram. We've got the email a three forty at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear back from you because we have still haven't gotten any emails yet, have we, Doc? No. We 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 need we need some. We'd love to hear them. Ratings on iTunes and Spotify and everything else. You know that does us quite well. Brings a bit more attention to the podcast. So be sure to do that one. Now, Doc would like to play us off today. <laughs> I've, I've picked up this special little song that came came across my desk on uh, Sunday night. What did you What did you play last week, Doc? Um, we, 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 we played. <laughs> what did you play last week? <laughs> we what pl- was it? We, we played an excerpt from uh, Ted Witten's uh, speech. Oh yes, it's. <laughs> can Can you outdo yourself this week, though? Uh, I don't know, um, but this is. <laughs> But this is from a song that I picked up on Sunday night. Uh, it dated back about ten years ago, and um, special credit to somebody called Lonely the Man on YouTube. But this is, this is a song about Port Powerful when when they were so crap uh, ten years ago. Have a listen. All right, play us out.
Thank God. Sorry, I feel like that. <laughs> well done. Round of applause. That was beautiful. Great tune. Great tune. Ten years ago and it still holds up. <laughs> well, on that note, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. I've been Alex Stockerty. And join us back next week where hopefully all our boys get another W to bring it home to finals. We'll see you then.